Welcome, everybody. This is Supreme Being. This is BC. I am your host this evening. This is another uh, podcast that I'm doing. I missed uh, Monday, so I'm doing the podcast this week, which is December, I believe, 16th through the 20th or 21st. I'm going to be doing three in a row, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, this is the second one. Welcome. If it's your first time listening, as always, this is sponsored by my real estate team, Team BC Sold. Make sure that you uh, check us out if you need any real estate help worldwide. Send us a message. Number two, uh, if you are involved in real estate and you want to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, if you're not on my Modern Success Coaching Program, the community is thriving. Um, I can't say enough about it. I just booked our event for uh, the end of February, February 29th, March 1st. I may open it up to the public, but we'll see. Uh, link is in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to briancasella.com, okay? So let's start. What I wanted to do today briefly is go over some of the, the biggest learnings and lessons that I got in 2019, and some things that are going to help people out, because 2019, as is every year for me, is huge, and I think the lessons that you learn that year, you have to carry with you into the next year to be certain that if you make mistakes... That year, you don't repeat your mistakes and that you make sure that you check off the list of all the things you're improving on, okay? So 2019 was a very interesting year, a very good year. When I look all across the board, massive improvement, right? Um, I didn't break, I'm not gonna break a million dollars this year in income, uh, but I'm, I'm really getting close and I'm, I'm excited about that. So next year for sure, I know I'll break a million, like it's virtually guaranteed, especially with a lot of the real estate stuff that I have in the pipeline. Um, you know, I look at my communication skills, my sales skills have improved. Uh, I've become a lot more compassionate towards other human beings, uh, tremendously. And my patience was wearing thin before, but now I have more patience than ever. Um, and just overall a lot of improvement, right? I see a lot of positivity, a lot of progress and very little where I can say I made mistakes. Of course, I'm going to make mistakes forever. That's normal. Um, but those mistakes are getting corrected quicker and they're not as big of mistakes. Okay. So let's go over some of the, the biggest lessons that I thought, uh, that I thought that I had and that I think are going to benefit you the most. Okay. Number one is this is 2019 is another year where I really buckled down and committed to, and, and this is for anybody, regardless of what space you're in. Okay. I just buckled down on really mastering my trade and my skills. If you're listening to this podcast, you do something. You're, you have a career in something. You dedicate your life to something. Whatever that activity is, whatever that passion is, right? It's different for everybody. But in that field, in that area, there's a set of skills and things that you need to master and continue to master and get to the world-class level. That needs to be, if you're going to have an end game, like they say, it needs to be that. It's not this ego trip, oh, I need to be number one. No, 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 no. There's something beautiful to mastering a craft that doesn't involve anybody else. There's a fulfillment that comes with it. There's this cool feeling. There's this enjoyment that comes to mastering something. We only have one life. And if you spread yourself to do a million things, you're never going to master anything. But when you master and you get very good, and you get very, very good at one thing, it's cool. It's really cool. Again, I'm not talking about outside recognition, fame, and all that, which will come, of course. But I mean for you. And until you get to that spot, 
you're not going to know what I'm referring to right now. Okay. Now, do I consider myself the best at anything? No, I'm getting closer to that every single day and I stay dedicated to my craft, but I'm starting to get those sensations and feelings and personal fulfillment out of it. And when I go to describe that to people, uh, they can't relate unless they're in their field and they've reached that level and they can say, Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So secondly added to that is when you at that field in that skill in that trait become world-class, you now have made yourself irreplaceable. Meaning in that field, in that thing, in that specialized area, there's very few people or only you, if that's the case that can do that job at that level. Therefore, your value in the open market is higher and you will be paid more naturally. That's the way it works. Okay. This is why when you see technology replacing, uh, you know, the, the lower wage jobs that anybody in quotes can do, that person's skill and value in the marketplace is low. By doing what I'm saying, you get to the opposite end of that, which again, makes you more money. Okay. There's a couple things to keep in mind. I still see a lot of people, and again, with social media, it happens. They're chasing the, the next quickest, shiniest thing. Everybody's so, and this is tied to the first point, everybody's in such a rush to, oh, I want to do this fast. We, we need to change that. You're not going to become world-class at anything fast. That's not the way it works. Even if you obsess about it, even if you obsess about it, it's still going to take time. I'm six years in real estate and sales. Haven't mastered it. Okay. Am I very good? Yes. But have I mastered it? No. And I'm still working and chipping away at that. Six years, not very long, but everyone's, oh man, how can I, like they'll ask me getting into real estate. How can I make a lot of money in, in a couple weeks or in a couple months? It's like, dude, chill, right? This is the long game. Okay. That's the first point around skills, know-how, ability. Okay. Here's a second one. This is going to go a long way for you if you really grasp what I'm saying, okay? You need to understand other human beings and have compassion for them. Now, this is one of the most difficult things for people to get because we live in a society where it's easy to get triggered, people go back and forth, and it's, it's almost normal for that to happen, right? You want to get the last word in a verbal argument. Because everyone else is like, ooh, ooh, which is the stupidest fucking thing ever. It's literally dumb as fuck. But that's, that's the world that we live in. And as I say that, you're probably laughing. <laughs> Why is that so important? Okay. You need to understand that when somebody says something, even if they diss you, let's say they're not even dissing you. Let's just say they disagree with you. In their mind, what they're saying is true and it makes sense. So how could I argue with that? and get nasty with them. If I want to resolve this communication, this line of communication, I need to start with that. But one step behind that is when you're talking to somebody, we need to take away that judgment because when you prejudge somebody, it already fucks up your communication. Okay. But then a step behind that is the compassion and understanding because then that's when you pull away everything else and the emotions and being reactive and <laughs> like most people are. I mean, some people you get too close to them while you're driving or you cut them off in traffic, maybe even on accident because you had to get over and they're ready to get out of the car and fight you. 
doesn't make any sense. But that person, again, has very little compassion and understanding in their life, I guarantee you. So a lot of my, a lot of my um, studies this last year have been around this subject because, you know, when I look around from a mental standpoint, you see the lack of stability in people's lives. It's crazy. You know, I look at people in my position who are making money and have any kind of recognition or in fame. I don't consider myself famous, but I have some attention on me, right? And as I look at other people at my level, below me and above me, I see so many people mentally just broken, taking drugs, they're not happy, you know, having conversations with people that I have around me, you know, maybe that I know that aren't friends necessarily, but just tell me how bad they're doing, you know, behind closed doors. And I'm like, shit, that's crazy. Because I look at myself, I really have no addictions, not really drinking, not smoking every once in a while, sure, happy, fulfilled. But again, I'm, I'm on this path and I'm doing the right things. So of course, as I'm improving and I take a look at the, the people around me who aren't, again, necessarily in my circle, but other examples of these individuals, I'm like, shit, they have a lot to work on, but are they willing to pay that price? Which every point that I'm talking about tonight assumes that you're willing to pay that price if you want to take this advice. So, you know, moving along, again, looking through this year, another big thing for me is this year I finally completely um, pulled away from wanting to run my business, create content, and live my life in a way that I feel would be what people want to see or hear. And allow me to explain that. You see, a lot of us still have these deep-rooted suggestions and, you know, meta programs in our mind about the structure of how we're supposed to do things. So let's say you're running your own business and you may be running it, but there's still little seeds in there of how you're supposed to do this or that from an incorrect source and you don't even realize it's there. Also, for the people who run their, their business and maybe do what I do and they run stuff on social media, they still feel that, in quotes, pressure of like, well, I need to do this to get attention. I need to do that. Oh, the trend is this. I need that. I need or I should do blank, fill in the blank. I've always said this for a long time, but this year it finally clicked for me. I said, I'm going to do what I want to do, run my business, make content, run my online business, whatever the way I want to do it and the way that fulfills me. If that's not necessarily the most popular, that's fine. Because the day that doing social media and some of these things becomes not fun to me, I'm going to stop. That's why I've been telling people for years. I don't say it too often, but if you ever see me just drop off the planet and stop doing social media like this, it's not because I failed or I've broken down. It's because it's not fun for me anymore. But the way I'm mentally prepared and have wired myself and taken control, that's not going to happen because everything I'm doing like this podcast, the way I'm running my YouTube channel, the new, uh, the new YouTube channel that I have, which by the way, you should subscribe the Brian Casella show. If you haven't, I'm just doing what I want to do, man. I am enjoying it. So when I get a question as an example, Oh, what do you do for fun? I'm like, dude, my life is fun. M me living every day doing what I'm doing is fun. There's no separation. It's not like work, do this, do that, and then, okay, unplug, now I'm going to have fun. No, everything I do from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm having fun, dude. This is great. And this is why, again, 
I'm able to stay so grounded and centered and aligned and consistent with what I'm doing because I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Okay. And then to add on to this, if we can make another point is I'm, and this year I really buckled down on this and it's becoming my way of being. I'm accomplishing more with less tension and less overexertion of effort. Give you an example. In the beginning of my sales career, cold calling and door knocking for me as an example, I would put too much tension behind it. Too much, I gotta grind and make these calls and, uh, and then you know, if somebody was emotional with me on the phone, I would let it affect me and it became this almost tug of war. Instead of me just doing what I do, working on my craft and doing my job. So even approaching that, which cold calling and door knocking by any means is not simple, especially when you start and you have all the nerves and the, the uncertainty and the unknowns of doing it. I understand. So when people say they're a little hesitant, I get it. So was I. But if I could maybe make a video as like a joke or a spoof to show people the difference between doing it relaxed and being in the flow versus uh, being tense, they would see the difference and say, oh, that's what he's talking about. Because it sounds cool, but if you don't understand and you can't grasp what I'm saying, then, then it won't be real to you. But there's a big difference. Because when you have less tension, you're going to have more energy and you're going to be able to operate better, less stress. Your conversations with people are going to be better. You're naturally going to have more compassion. You're not going to be so on edge. Things that normally affect you won't affect you. It's great. So make that a practice of yours. But what have I done to incorporate that? I'm doing Bikram yoga. I stopped for a couple of weeks because I hurt my ribs, but I'm going to be going back and I have been. I've been meditating more. I've been doing more breathing exercises and I've attempted and I've implemented throughout my day ways to relax myself more. I've checked with myself mentally before doing activities. Even when I box now, one of my mantras is relax, relax, relax. Relax when I'm moving, when I'm punching, relax, relax. And my stamina has improved tremendously because of that. Not because I'm training harder, but because mentally, I'm approaching it correctly and better. That's how. More accomplishment with less tension and less overexertion. That's the best way I can sum that up. Okay? Here's another one. Here's another one. This has been a year. I mean, I've always done this, but this has been a year I've really emphasized this to the people around me, and I've demonstrated it with myself and my life and what I'm doing. And if you haven't, you need to do it going into the next year. What you say is what you do. What you say is law. If you say you're going to do something, it doesn't matter if you say it to the world or just yourself. What you say you're going to do, what you think, and you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be blank. You do it and you follow through. The word the personal contract that you have with yourself needs to be held to the utmost height and prestige and level and commitment. Because at the end of the day, as an individual, that is all you have. If you're a leader, that's what makes your words either worth their weight in gold or sand that just falls through people's hands. Because that's something people can sense in you. 
whether you have it or you don't. This is why people listen to me. This is why I can persuade the way I persuade. This is why when I speak about something, it makes sense to people and I can convince them of stuff. But in my personal life, when no one's around and it's just me and my cat, what I say I'm going to do, I do and I follow through. And if you've been following me for years on social media, you know what I say I'm going to do, I fucking do. Period. I'm going to get this. I get it. I'm going to do this. I do it. I'm going to accomplish this. I do it. Period. But that's been lost. So much so that now, coming into the new year, everyone's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. This is my new year's resolution. And in their own mind, we never know, but I know their mind is telling them, yeah, right. You've been saying that for years. You ain't going to do shit. Period. Because they've lied to themselves for so many years. Their own subconscious mind is like, dude, you're full of shit. You don't, you don't follow through with what you say. And if at the individual level with self, with I, you cannot execute, how can you sit there and create content or talk to a customer or run a business or have a relationship and ask somebody of, uh, ask something of somebody else when you can't even follow through with yourself, with your own word. Pretty hypocritical. Wouldn't you agree? And that's a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow, but it's true. And we got to understand that. Okay. Here's the last point, because I like keeping these podcasts a little shorter now, 20, 30 minutes. Going into this year and next year, I really focused and handled everything around my health, my personal well-being as an individual. More so from a physical standpoint, but I, don't, I do not want to leave out the mental aspect. Your mental health, your mental muscles must be exercised just like your physical one. It's a two-way two highway, two-lane highway. Got to do both. If you're not happy with your physique, how you feel, your energy levels and all that, fix it. Because this year, I've reaped the most benefits from it mentally and physically. I'm at my peak, and I'll be 34 in a couple of months. Crazy. People that are 20, 19, 22 can't keep up with me. Commit to doing that. Many people struggle with energy, focus, concentration, sleep. That's your answer. You have to commit and make it a priority and do something about it. Is it easy? Of course not. Nothing worth having is easy. But you got to do it, and you know you got to do it. The question is, are you going to do it? We'll see. We'll see. Okay? So with that said... Normally, I keep it short and sweet now. I'll end it here. If you're on Instagram or Zoom, I'll take your questions now. As always, sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything real estate worldwide, go to teambcsold.com. Number two, if you are in real estate and you're interested in partnering with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, Modern Success, shout out to my coaching group, mentorship group. If you'd like to join, go to briancasella.com or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. We do a lot of fun stuff and the community keeps growing on a daily basis. Highly recommend you get on. All right, cool. That's it for this one. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Same place, same time, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, peace.